Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. So just to summarize a bit here, the four steps to saying no and not thinking twice about it. Stop saying yes as a reflex, which means break that habit for good. Number two, practice saying no. Set yourself up for success, and that means preparation. Number three, be clear and hold firm. So make your point, and as we said, stop talking. And number four, say yes when you want to, because it really is okay to want to help people. Just do it on the things that also bring you joy. Are you craving a deeper dive immersion into the topics on our podcast? Then you will appreciate our virtual consultancy. Located on the shop page of our website, forthright-people.com, you can now download our digital coaching modules on vigilant leadership, culture building, and social strategy. For the cost of a book, you will get diagnostic tools and exercises to assess your current state and development tools to quickly and intentionally improve your proficiency. These are quick yet effective ways to improve your marketing savvy today. Check it out and let us know other topics you would like us to go deep on. So our next segment, In the Trenches, is where, as a reminder to all of you, we give real-world examples specific to industries and situations, perhaps, but with broad applications so that any of you out there can digest and put them into action. All right, number one. I'm going to hand this one to Anne. What if the other party just will not let no be the answer? Yeah, again, I go back to the kids. <laughs> if you run really, if you want practice, you just yeah, you just have, pop out a have few kids, kids. Or, or borrow somebody else's <laughs> kids, and you're gonna get really good at this really, really quickly. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, that's probably why some of us are good at it as like adult humans too. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've we've all been around these people. They just keep pushing and pushing. They try to guilt you. They try to like assuage you. They try to like, I mean, oh, by make you feel bad about them. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's all there. It all is there. So that's why it's so important that you kind of have to take a little bit of the emotion out of it and prioritize yourself yeah. and prioritize what's important to you. And then again, clearly say no, and then stop talking. Mm-hmm. Let them realize that. Don't give them ammunition to actually come back at you and try to like compromise in the way that you are saying no. So for example, if you say, no, I, I'm just, you know, too busy. Oh, well, it only take five minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a continued conversation and that you're never going to get out of to the point where they're going to have so many reasons why all of your excuses are so poor. <laughs> you have no other reason but to say yes. Mm-hmm. So here's where we say, walk away if you have to, stop the conversation if you have to, and then maybe you even kind of give a little bit of feedback, which is like, hey, like I said no, can we just leave it at that? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't appreciate the fact that, you know, um, you're continuing to come back at me at this. Mm-hmm. I said no, and, you know, because it's a little bit of a respect thing. So um, it, it's okay, too. It just depends on, you know, who it is and, and if you feel like you need to go there. Yeah, and, and this is where I would say, This is the reminder, right, that you're trying to change the relationship by changing their behavior. And so Anne mentioned this before, and I think it's really worth restating it here, which is be prepared and kind of maybe even like manifest in your mind whatever the reactions might look like so that you're not on your heels and you have an idea of how they're going to Mm -hmm. respond. And 
like she said, you know, let them blow off the steam if they need to, but you need to hold firm that you're not going to respond and that you're not going to change your answer, which is why we recommend like go ahead and walk away or, or whatever those other things are. But at that point, it becomes their problem. It's no longer your problem. So just make sure that you have the wherewithal, I guess I would say, to both prepare and then be ready for whatever their response might look like. Yeah. And and you might have, like you said, I think that's a really great point about like in trying to anticipate the reaction because um, we we all know how some people take notes and uh, we're yeah. pretty, pretty clear about that and who can take notes better than others in our lives. But um, you know, be prepared for them to get mad. Be yep. prepared for them to, you know, get angry with you. Maybe they're not going to talk to you for a couple of days. Yep. But there's, and that sucks. I mean, there's just no, you know, doubt about it that that sucks and that makes us feel bad. But you got to prioritize yourself. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to say that a gazillion times during this episode. But like, you got to prioritize yourself. You got to put yourself in service of yourself, uh, because that's the only way that you're going to be and be able to generate the true value that you are meant to generate. Yeah. And and really, those people, those moments are learnings, right? So if they're going to get mad at you for saying no, then that should be even more proof to you that those are yeses you shouldn't be giving in the long term. So, All right. Number two in the trenches. What if I lose relationships because I start saying no? You set yourself up for that one. I did set myself up for that one. (laughs) So to the point I just made, they might not be the right people anyway. Um, you know, there's this great book called Give and Take and, you know, we, Anne and I have differing opinions on business books oftentimes, but for whatever reason, this one has really stuck in my head and it's this idea that there are givers and takers in the world and Mm -hmm. that sometimes when you match up with a taker, if you're a giver, you end up in the exact situation we're talking about here. And they really do prey on the nice, the truly nice people in society so that they can get them to do their bidding, but it also becomes almost like a game to them. Like, how much stuff can I get this person to do for me? So seriously, if that's the type of person that we're talking about here, and that's the person you're worried about losing a relationship with, we would say good riddance. It doesn't feel like that's a person that really should be a part of your life. And again, Anne said it sucks. It's hard, especially if you've known each other a long time. Or their and, family. Or their, or their family. Can't choose your family. Um, you know, all, all of those things. But you've got to be able to opt out not only of situations but relationships when that is what makes the most sense. So that's the first point. If, if it's one of those people, it's probably not a relationship worth keeping anyway. The other thing, which Anne did talk about a little bit, is there could be some temporary harm to the relationship. That's really actually okay. You know, it might suck for a couple of days, but if they are the right people in your life, they will come back. So just like you're working to change your behavior and you're working to reorient yourself, they're going to have to do the same thing at the very least in relationship to the relationship or in relation to the relationship with you. Say that five times fast. (laughs) Um, And what they expect out of you. And, you know, if they are truly good people, this is where we say don't be fearful, even if those few days or whatever, a week or whatever are kind of tough. Give them the time to process, have the respect for the relationship, and eventually they'll come back. And then the beauty of that is that you can reframe and start fresh and have that conversation of both of your reactions to this new way you'd like to approach the relationship. And then we also say, you don't have to do this in a bubble, right? We all have people that we trust. Mm -hmm. We all have an inner circle. 
when you're going to do this, use them as support and don't be afraid to have them as a gut check. So if you suddenly feel like you're losing all kinds of relationships and it's not one of the two above where they're not worth it or they'll come back, then maybe you have a style problem with how you're presenting this to people. You know, maybe you're being too abrupt. Maybe you're not giving them time to say anything in return. You know, maybe you're opting out of situations where you actually probably should be helping them and you're not. So your people, those ones, again, just like we have the people we need to get rid of, we have the people we always want to keep. Those people that are in your corner and have your best interest, talk to them. At the very least, so this isn't a lonely time for you, but also if you feel like, I just don't think I'm doing this the right way. Yeah, I think that's a really, really um, important point. And I'm going to go back to the family Piece because I think that's the hardest when we have a conflict um, with saying no is mm-hmm. when family members need us and we feel maybe that um, in some p- cases it may be a tad bit manipulative or yep. maybe a tad bit like overextending the the needs and yep. you feel a little bit taken advantage of and you know yes you can't choose your family but you can choose the relationships you're going to have with your family absolutely and you're not doing any service to yourself or that relationship if you continue to let yourself either take advantage of or manipulate it yes and you're not doing any service to that person either um in letting them treat you that way Mm -hmm. so just remember you are teaching people how to treat you um and so you need to set up those guidelines you need to set up those those boundaries you need to be very clear about when they have crossed the line. They're not going to do that for you, especially these people who can be, as you said, takers. Like they were going to take, take, take until somebody tells them no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying everybody is like that and everybody has ill will. And sometimes, you know, our family just needs something. And you're going to know that when, mm-hmm. when that happens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't put yourself in the position that just because they're quote unquote family, that you need to be of 100% service to whatever they need whenever they need it. Yes. And I think it can actually be a good opportunity for them to to hear it. From someone like, I mean, think about the difference of saying it as a family member versus having your boss tell you at work, yeah, right? Exactly. And so if you have a really hard time with this, especially with family, because yes, that can be a really tenuous one. Think about it through the lens of what will help them most in the long run. And even if you can't change the behavior, know that you can feel good about the fact that you stood up and you tried and that you gave it your all and honored yourself in the process and that hopefully they'll hear it eventually if not from you still need help in growing your marketing smarts contact us through our website forthright-people.com we can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person now go show off your marketing smarts